What's up, TIW Mafia? JP here with Big Joe. I just wanted to leave a little awkward silence, awkward silence in the beginning to see what Joe would do. <laughs> he smiled for those of you that are watching that are not watching our audio podcast. Yeah, I don't know what to say in case. <laughs> you know, well, on air, I don't know what to say. I could, you know, you do something like that in normal, I'll come up with a lot of dirty things to say. But, dude, I got to meet Jeff Ludy. Nice. I went to uh, King Richard's Fair over the weekend. Had a really nice time. Now, for they, those of you who don't remember, we had Jeff on the show a few weeks ago. He wrestled as the Leprechaun and the Killer Kowalski. Yes. He, um, we had a nice little conversation for a few, uh, quite a, a little while, actually. Yeah. But he was busy. He's actually literally, he is the blacksmith. So he's there making swords and axes and stuff. Nice. The whole time he's pretty much standing over the fire. I'm going to hope to get down there soon. I Which, couldn't go along with you because I spent the weekend in the hospital. I will say, King Richard's Fair, they took great care of us. Thank you to Julie. I'm an idiot. Um, on the way there, I had to buy a new laptop, and I believe in Best Buy because I still haven't found the tickets. I dropped the tickets that Joe's girlfriend so kindly dropped off to my house for me. And I dropped him on the way there. Um, we get in line. I explained my situation. And they said, oh, go over there and talk to security. And the, the older woman who was doing security um, told us she didn't know how to work a walkie-talkie to call Julie. But then also told us she was a recovered, a, a retired police officer, which we all thought was pretty funny. But Julie came around, and Julie did take care of us. She... Uh, she made fun of me a little bit, explaining how you know it was hundreds of dollars of tickets, and I said, "Listen, I can call and get the other five numbers if you want to cancel those." And she said, "No, no. Here you go, and have a great day." And we did. It was fun. Um, I got to meet Seth Carney, who some of me and you have talked to over yeah. the years about coming on, and that will happen. Uh, we'll record with him either this week or next week, um, and yes. that'll come out. Um, and King Richard's Fair, for those who don't know, it's like um, it's a big deal in Massachusetts. It's the only Renaissance fair in this area, so you get to see jousts, and there's a lot of song and dance shows. Um, Seth does a torture show where he breeds fire, swallows fire, um, throws knives, throws knives. Oh man! So he throws knives. You know how when they throw the knives and they spin the girl. When they spin the volunteer, they usually spin her, so it looks like she's doing like a somersault type of spin. Yeah. So they he has her on like a, a a wooden plank, and he spins her the other way. So for half of the time, he can't see her because the wooden plank's there, and he's throwing the knives. And then they do this. Um, they do this. Um, you know, he doesn't do a blindfold because he explains that, you know, when someone on stage is blindfolded, guess what? They can fucking see. Yeah. So he puts what he puts like a, not a curtain. It looked like it was wrapping paper down in front of her. So he can't see her at all. And he's throwing the knives at this girl and there's no gimmick to it. Like he, he missed a couple of times. One knife hit another, uh, you know, he didn't hit her though. He never hit her. No. But, like, it, it was, it could have happened. There was potential. Oh, there's always potential with any of those shows. Like, he's breathing fire. He could probably singe his nose hair. 
you know, and then the typical Renaissance fair stuff, like they had the giant turkey legs. I did not get one. I got a, a, a really nice slice of pizza, actually. Um, and got to hang out with some friends that I hadn't seen in a little while, so it was cool. You, you didn't dress up, did you? No. <laughs> no, they all thought I was an ogre anyway. Yeah, you look like it. So, yeah, what's up, Bobby D? I see you there, yes. Yes, we have Tampa Bay versus uh, the Cowboys tonight. Football starts. It is football. I got my uh, my Patriots jersey on right now. Uh, and we got some stuff to talk about football. About uh, yeah, dude. So football wise, I was going through some of our Twitter followers today. Yeah, you know who follows us? No. So, Rob Gronkowski has a brother, Chris, that played three seasons in the NFL. Yeah. And he follows us on Twitter. Well, I think we're going to have to get him on. And it's a verified account. It's a blue checkmark account. Bushwhacker Luke, too. Bushwhacker Luke, we've talked to about coming on. I don't think we're going to be able to work that one out. So, Joe Salenzo, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Bobby, I am feeling better. Thanks a lot, pal. That's... um. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Joe, that was a great time. If I had never been to any type of Renaissance fair, I'm like, I'm, I'm somewhat of a nerd, so that's sort of surprising. Well, like, I enjoy different, that. There's stuff. different levels of nerd, nerddom, right? And that was never where mm-hmm. I was at, but it was fun. I'll say that the the people watching was great, um, and the food was the food was surprisingly pretty good for you know. It was, if I remember correctly, it was very efficient. Like things that you didn't wait forever. Things kind of right. happened. You know, you're watching one show. Just as soon as that that ends, you turn around. There's another one starting. Right. The way they were set up, there's four or five stages set up, so there was always something happening somewhere. Yeah. And you could you could map it out to go where you wanted to go. Like I had said to the woman Julie, "I want to meet Sess." She said, "Okay, meet me at the Queen's at the Queen stage at two p.m." I'll make sure you meet him. She didn't show up, but I did see her earlier in the day, and I know she was with the uh, camera crew for most of her days. So, but I did get to meet Seth and have a conversation with him. And, um, and I know I know you're not about taking pictures with people, but that would have been cool. Yeah, I I thought about it afterwards, and I probably should have taken one, maybe not with him, but with Jeff. That would have been a classic. But I know story. Jeff wasn't feeling too good either. So yeah, and he was where he was literally working. Um, like if you, if you look up the King Richard's fear and you look up their, um, blacksmith, I think they have a regular website. I'll track it down this week and I'll link to it where you can buy, you know, swords and daggers and stuff like that off them. Okay. So when I was telling you before we had a battle axe, oh, yeah, I yeah, before I knew that. and he was literally like molding it and they want, they guarantee their stuff. Um, they, their blades are guaranteed. And this is to quote him, unless you do something stupid. So if you back over it with your truck, he can't help you. Yeah, but if it's normal wear and tear. Right, then they do guarantee it. What's up, Laurie? That's Big Joe with us. Now, a lot of things happened in pro wrestling in the past week or two, too. Yeah, a lot of a lot of good and bad people would think, depending on what side of the fence you're on. Yeah. <sighs> I think it was... And I'm not an AEW person. I think most of it was pretty good for everybody. I think 
We're talking about, of course, uh, AEW All Out um, with their new signings of Ruby Riot as I think she's Ruby Rojas now, Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, aka Daniel Bryant, and um, and uh, Deshaun Blackout Webster. How you doing, buddy? And um, CM Punk. And CM Punk cut a promo saying he thinks this is bigger than NWO. Like, that's bullshit, I'll be honest. Um, I mean, the spirit of NWO is bigger than both of them. Yes, and he was like, I'm not Hogan, they're not the outsiders, blah, blah, blah. And then everybody overlooked that it was Ruby Riot that came out, and she won the um, the women's battle royal in the beginning of the show. Um. I think it's going to be fun to see what they do. Like, you got Daniel Bryanson. Brian Danielson. I just said that backwards. I'm so used to saying Daniel Bryan. But you got Brian Danielson back. And gets to be Brian Danielson. Like, so if you don't remember, like, in his Ring of Honor days, people were chanting best in the world for him. That wasn't CM Punk. CM Punk stole that from him. But you're going to get to see him versus CM Punk. And then you're going to get to see both of them probably versus Adam Cole at some point, who was sort of the next generation after them. And there's other people. What gets me is so Adam Cole is obviously out. I've seen posters that haven't been. I won't even say, but I just want to say there's, there's other members of um, Adam Cole babies um, NXT team. That have indie bookings coming up, and I can't say a whole lot about it because I, I don't know what's announced and what's not. There's a few of them I've seen, and it, there's a lot of rumors swirling around about who's jumping from the WWE, whether it's NXT or the main roster, over to AEW. I have a wish. I have one that I would love to see happen. Who's that? Uh. The best match, one, the the second best match I've ever seen live was WrestleMania 25. It was the weekend before WrestleMania 25. It was at King of Trios in Philadelphia. And it was the 123 Kid. It was Sean Waltman as the 123 Kid versus El Generico. Sami Zayn was formerly known as El Generico. But there were two completely separate characters. They wrestled two completely separate ways. I would love to see Sami Zayn go over there because I think they would use him as El Generico. Well, now that you bring up the you know the one, two, three kids, Sean Waltman, I'm seeing him. He's putting on some muscle. He's back in fighting shape. Could he be going over? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's the rumor. The rumor is him and Kevin Owens, and if Kevin Owens goes, I think Sami Zayn is a no-brainer. Those yeah. two, those two really are very good friends that go way back. Now I'm hearing rumblings of well, I don't know if I'm necessarily hearing it. I've seen one, seen it once, but I'm hoping for uh, to see a past guest of ours, Finn Balor, jump over. Yeah, um, I don't think so though, because uh, I don't know, yeah, possibly. But I, mean, I they think have to franchise somebody. The, the WWE's got to put their money behind somebody, and it seems like all their the bigger people are, are jumping out. That's 
But they did just make a notable signing. They they did just make a notable signing. G- Gable Stevenson, the Olympic gold medalist. AEW did or WWE? WWE. Okay. And that brings me like that my my tweet I put out earlier about like you know WWE signs another gold medalist. Will he live up to Kurt Angle? The, the legacy of Kurt Angle with a broken freaking neck. Yeah. No. You know, and to have that legacy and to have those matches with the caliber of people he did. And know, what I think is going to happen is, is I think WWE is going to wind up getting a couple of people from um, AEW. Um, I think Luchasaurus Rex would be a great fit. Uh, and I don't know who else, honestly, because. They're not looking for those indie guys anymore. They've said that. They'll now um we we have a good friend and I don't want to name him because I know he still has his goals. Um, but he had said to me at one point he had talked to Regal when he was trying to uh, make a real push to get into WWE and he was told to become a top indie guy and he did and he did. And now he's not. Um now, so now I think they're going to go towards the size guys again, the, the quote-unquote cookie cutters that all look the same. But I think Luchasaurus Rex fits in that. And, they, you know, if they take him, they take his mask off. They push the fact that he was on Big Brother. They take and, him, do they take Jungle Boy? No, Jungle Boy's too small. Yeah, for their I mean, they take Jungle Boy and they, they run him as, you know, Dylan McKay maybe, but... Well, the son of Dylan McKay. Yeah, I can see them running running with that and, and tarnishing the legacy. You know, and getting back to what you're saying, that friend of ours that that you know maybe became a top Indian, now he's not. It's almost like the, some of the things that WWE does is bring people up for a short time and drop them down. It kind of kind of tarnishes them a bit. Yeah, I mean, price tag goes up though. <laughs> that is true. You know, when you go back to the indie bookings, you get a little bit more. You know, but that's um, so, you know, like it's coming into independent wrestling season here in New England too. Yeah, I know. Um, September twenty fifth, New England All Star Wrestling is running. Actually, I was wrong when I said there were three shows in October on that date. It's it's one, maybe two, uh, but. Uh, September 25th, New England All-Star Wrestling's running in Rockland, Mass. Um, first time ever, and it's kind of surprising because these two came up in this area, in this, um, they came up in the same era, the same, they're the same generation of wrestlers. Um, they've wrestled on so many cards together, and they both sort of made it to where they're at now. Uh, and this is for the uh, New England All-Star Wrestling vacated um, title, heavyweight title, Kingpin Brian Malonis versus diehard Eddie Edwards. That's going to be a, that's going to be a great show. That's going to be, that's not going to be a wrestling match. It's going to be a fight. Well, Brian Malonis cut a promo on, put a promo online the other day saying that, you know, this is good. This is the match to him where he proves he's not just a great big guy wrestler. It's where he proves he's a great wrestler. 
and the fact I, I didn't realize those two had never um had never wrestled each other. Like I've seen those two at the same show I don't know, hundreds of times. I consider both of them friends. And um I'm looking forward to that one. That's and gonna almost, be in the immortal words of good old JR. It'll be a slobber knocker. Also that night, and I think it's in about two weeks we have the promoter from this one on. Uh, NWW Extreme in Rhode Island. I'm looking up their website right now because they have a couple. Of, they all, He always brings in a couple of notable names. Uh, that's Jimmy Allen, formerly Trooper Gilmore. Um, he also used to be, um, I think he still does Crazy Chainsaw Bastard or Crazy Chainsaw. Depending on the day. I believe he has Gangrel in. Oh, no, no, Rikishi in for that one. Uh, September 25th in Rhode Island. Um, and I'm sure when he comes on, he's going to put the show over and tell us exactly who and where and how you can buy tickets for that. Um, and both of those shows, like if you're in this area, you're not going to uh, you, you're you're gonna gonna miss out one way or the other, but you're yeah. not going to get a bad show out of either one. The only thing that's going to be left out is your ass in the seats. Because you're going to be standing that's, up the whole time. You know, and um, like New England, yeah, Rikishi and Sabu, it looks like, on his um, Raisin Hell free card, NWW Extreme. And that's Extreme with no E in the beginning. I oh, know it is, uh, sorry, NWWEXTREME.com. You can check there for tickets. New England All Star Wrestling. Um, you can check on their t- social medias for tickets. I know Caleb's got some on sale, and I know Front Row was running pretty slim. And that's a uh, that's not a great big arena where Caleb runs. It only it doesn't fit. It's a very intimate spot. Uh, so you're right there with the wrestlers, and they always do uh, meet and greets and signings and stuff. So um, it's a great show for the wrestling fan and the family. Bobby D wants to know why the wrestlers on AEW are saying it will take over WWE. Listen, my opinion, it's not going to take over WWE. They might beat WWE in the ratings, but remember, WWE got beat in the ratings for 93 weeks um, and came back. But if you don't think you're the best dog, if you don't think you're the toughest dog in the fight, then you shouldn't be in the fight. If you, you know, and that's been my feeling all along, and that's very uh, in pro wrestling. If you don't think you're the best pro wrestler on that show, then you should be training with who you think is and get off of the show. And I also think, it would, like my opinion with it was WWE, I think they spread themselves then with trying to do music and doing movies and doing all this other stuff. And they kind of, again, my opinion, I feel like they forgot about wrestling. They did. Well, they don't call themselves, but they're not wrestling. Yeah. It's sports entertainment. They don't say wrestling. It's not World Wrestling Entertainment anymore. It's WWE. Doesn't stand for anything. Um, and that's that sad. And they're losing out. It's like you're watching a soap opera with drugs. Well, no. So here's the thing. Go outside of your house and ask ten people if they've heard of AEW. Right. And then ask those same ten people if they've heard of WWE. Everybody's heard of WWE. Who's losing out? 
Yeah. That being said, WWE fans are not wrestling fans in general. There are wrestling fans who watch WWE, diehard WWE fans who are wrestling fans. But for the most part, that that's like 10%. For the most part, WWE fans are WWE fans. They're, enter, they're sports entertainment fans. They're not pro wrestling fans. I agree with that. Um, AEW fans, on the other part, for the most part, are pro wrestling fans. Um, you got a couple guys in there that teeter on the sports entertainment. Um, I think Orange Cassidy teeters on sports entertainment. Getting back to Luchasaurus Rex, that could yeah argue that same point. But I think they're both at the same point wrestlers. I know. I have seen um, Orange Cassidy wrestle in some amazing matches. I just can't tell you guys what matches it is. Yeah, I was there with one of them. Yeah. You were probably there for more than one. Yeah, he did it. I think he did it two weeks in a row, maybe. I'm not, not really sure. But like you said, you, you t- like getting back to those same 10 people outside, ask them if they watch wrestling, they watch WWE. You watch anything else? No, not really. Huh. Oh, you watch what, what wrestling? Do you, someone else? What wrestling do you watch? Oh, I watch this. My locals. I watch the. You right. Know, I watch them online. I watch them on YouTube. I watch them on the different networks. I pay for this subscription so I can watch that. And those are the fans. Those right. are the fans that are going to that are going to drive three, four, five hours to watch a certain wrestler go watch his match and turn around and leave. Or if they're us, they're going to drive four or five hours to go to a match that's two hours away because we blew past the exit. Yeah, I did do that once, but you got me talking and you know, <laughs> to get what things are. We still made it there in time. Shout out to you, Billy. That was that was the, that was amazing, actually. That we did that. Yeah. Beyond wrestling, and they're back too. They um the um they're back, and their tickets are pretty reasonable. They have um. I think ringside is $50 and $20 general admission. So are they putting seats around the ring now? I or? believe it's all seats now. Okay, yeah, all because of COVID. Right. Yeah, I'm 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 down for going. Yeah, that's same nights. I think it's I think it's Thursday nights though. That's the problem. Yeah. We'd have to re we could redo this. You guys wouldn't mind if we change the nights, right? Maybe if we went to Tuesdays, I can make some things work out at the studio. Yeah, go back to Tuesday nights. Go back to original. You know, because Beyond Beyond's a fun show. If you guys don't watch it, um, very fan interactive, or at least it was pre-COVID. Yeah, I'm sure it still is. You're not going to take, you know, you're you're not going to um, Nick Gage isn't not going to not go through the audience. Yeah, you know, it's just how it is. But the wrestlers are right out there. Like Beyond is something different because the wrestlers are like out there watching the show a lot of times. Yeah, they they totally break the kayfabe in a sense because they like if you if you're smart and watch what you do, watch look around, you'll see them. That's now what else? What else have we had going on, Joe? No, I know next week. Um, I think confirmed Jerry Thornton, correct? Yes, Jerry Thornton. From Barstool Sports, uh, he's wrote a couple books about the championships of the Patriots. Uh, one of them, I believe, is Six Rings. I'm sure Bobby D knows knows about him. 
Patriots number one, baby. Hell yeah. Sunday night, Miami's going down. You know what's cool? You know who Tom Brady is. You're not a football fan, right? Not really. You know who Tom Brady is, right? Yes. He's the guy that throws the ball for Tampa Bay now. Yeah. Used to throw the ball for the Patriots. Yep. Now the guy who throws the ball for the Patriots is this rookie that just got drafted last year, Mac Jones. Yeah. It was Cam Newton. Cam Newton had issues. He Cam Newton caught COVID twice and refused to get vaccinated, and they released him. He's also um, dancing during practices and not paying attention and not giving a full effort. Well, they 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 saying it wasn't because of COVID, but then um, Bill Belichick put a statement out like two days after he got released saying we think the whole team, as a team, should be um, should be vaccinated for the team. Blah blah blah. Didn't say anything about about Cam Newton in that, but since August 1st, which Cam Newton got released in August, and through mid-August, Cam Newton was supposed to be our starting quarterback, at least for the first part of the season. True. Since August 1st up until today, Mac Jones is the second most sold um, football jersey, NFL jersey. Number three since August 1st? Is Tom Brady? Well, Brady Brady is in a league of his own. Brady, oh yeah, to, and Brady's already had George. a couple of years to sell jerseys. But I just think that's pretty cool that the so quickly that the Patriots fans got behind this kid. Yeah, and at that point there, it's not just Patriots fans that are buying it. Well, it, it's like it's like you get that next legacy, you get that new kid. It's like. It's like when Kobe Bryant came into the NBA. You know, you have that, like, rush of energy behind them. You know, Joe, hold on for one second. You know what I just realized? What? Not everybody listening to this right now has shared this yet. Ah. Mm. I don't think we should go any further until everybody likes and shares this. Just hit those buttons underneath. And if you're not subscribed yeah. while you're down there, hit that, too, wherever you're watching this or listening. You know, that, that's, that's a good point. I mean, they want to want to be, become part of it, right? You know what? I bet you they've all done it now, though. So thank you guys. We appreciate that. All right. But you know, we may throw little hissy fits like that here and there, where we you know demand something of you. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's Podgo at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add the Irish whip in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. So what what figure are we giving away tonight? So um, I figured in honor of the signing, I went with, Adam Cole, baby. Um, an Adam Cole basic figure. And um, I forget what series it's from. But let's get ready to spin that wheel. All right, spin away. Got to make sure I share the right window. I don't want to. Yeah. It might take us a few minutes to get back to it. Kind of like that road trip we were on. That we eventually made it to. Well, you know, Joe, you got the. Um, if anything ever happens to me, the first thing you do is go for my computer and delete my my browser history. 
Mm, oh yeah, ditto. <laughs> We're just mixing it up a little here. I love seeing some of these names that have added in, and I um. Where's Blackheart? Blackheart was in the chat earlier. You were in the chat a lot. You were um, commenting last week on the show, too, man. Get in on this um, I don't know if you are or not on that Twitter. You should have We appreciate you coming in. You have a week. really cool. And we'd like to give back a little bit. I'd rather die than take an L. Y'all know how I feel. I've been murdering the game. You just play with yourself. You kind of want to say my name, but you got no help. I believe in Mr. Chaos. I'm rocking the bells, but it's dinner time. Fuck, I'm going to help myself. We actually three Irish boys won last week. I came for the plate because I'm hungry like a dude with no food for a day. I ain't really want to snap, but you rappers on the way down. I'm going to fight till my last breath. Never lay down. Hear you talking shit, but I don't care what you say. Bobby and Laurie, I know you guys do. I'm just on this podcast tip to hit a lick while you mumble mouth rappers on your knees suck a dick claim to be so a fighter but we know that you don't care any you music right now so not to confuse you guys Curtis E. Beers won this on every single week Curtis Beers thing every week I love that yeah I like the consistency and the dedication it really makes me happy there's something else to share I think this is gonna we're gonna talk while I share this do I know what this is? Did you send it to me? It's a picture I sent to you. Yeah, I like this one. Part two coming soon. I don't know if it'll. Um... Did I tell you the T-shirt I was wearing? You showed the Patriots one. I'm wearing a Tatooine body. Tatooine body at nice. Shout out Brett Stuller. That's our buddy Brett's shop down in. Uh, he does Jersey. some awesome work. Oh yeah, he's phenomenal. Check him out on on Instagram, uh, right. Facebook. You'll, you won't be you you won't be disappointed. You know what? I don't have the picture here, but I will post it on Twitter at some point tonight. It's um, oh no, I posted it. It did go on our Twitter. So you go on our Twitter and you look and you'll see um, it's a picture of um, our buddy Ivar wearing one of our shirts. That you can Let's get at teespring.com. Just search see, for the Irish way. I got it on my phone. I'm going to see if I can hold it up to the camera, if you can see it. Uh, you can't really see the shirt with the glare. Yeah. But it is. So what I did was I had a couple of action figure size shirts made up, which um, not not many at all. Like not, not enough to give out or anything like that yet, but I think we will get some more done. Yeah. Um, and I put it on my Ivar figure. And he liked it. He he always likes our stuff, though. If it's if we tag him in it, you mean the figure liked it? Because I know you talked to them. Yes, yes, the figure did like it as well as the real Ivar, though. Nice. So, it's always cool to see uh, people like that do some big things. Very good. And those are, that that's cool. That was from um, that came from Fig Tees um, on. <laughs> on Twitter, in the if you go to figtees.com, I think it is, but if you go to their Twitter, they'll have the link. They have like, so if you have your, say you have your John Cena figure and a new John Cena t-shirt comes out, they'll sell you that t-shirt for four or five bucks. So you can keep your figure up to date without having to update it. And I know Nick Haddock, shout out to him and the boys, he actually had Haddock's boys shirts made up for his sons and then got it the Got them a couple of matching action figure T-shirts. Yeah, speaking with Nick too, he's uh, 
he put one of the one of our shirts. Yeah, got them for his boys. And uh, <laughs> when he when, he, yeah. when the kid goes out, his son wears it out to school. He's gonna send us a picture. It's, it's one of his sons' like first week of school outfits. Yeah, I love them kids. The the Josh used to say it all the time. They're like the next, they're gonna take over the podcast one day. I'm fine with that. Passing it right down to them as long as they, you know. You know, and they're, they're such, it's cool because he listens with them and wrestling is something that's, so, and you know this because it bonded you and your boys for a long time. Yep. Still me and Billy talk about you it know? all the time. So it, it's something that bonds them and it helps the family. And yeah, those kids are so, and Nick is such a nice guy. Like, and he messaged, Nick messaged us all the time, just have a nice day. Guys, if you guys want to have a conversation with us, if you want to ask us a question, go right ahead. Send us we're a message. Not, we're not, like, hard to get a hold of. If you're having a bad day, like, you know, we t- I talked about this last week because I don't know if you heard this, Joe, but um, Daphne Unger, Daphne from, like, WCW and Impact, she had passed away as a, from a that. self-inflicted gunshot wound. She was on, apparently she was on Instagram live that whole night, like, and people like screaming for her to get help that night because they could tell something was wrong. And, um, if you need somebody, if you need an ear, we're not counselors, we're not therapists, we cannot cure you. But if you need someone to listen to you or tell you a joke or just shut up and listen to you, send us a message. If I'm around, I'm going to send you a message back and say, Here's my number. Give me a call or, you know, let's absolutely same for me. You know, let's chat. Um, we're big proponent proponents, proponents of, um, you know, mental health. And I, I think we've all had our issues at some point or another. I mean, I'm still dealing with it myself. And if you reach out to me and you don't know what to do or where to go, I have a lot of resources that I can get. Granted, my resources are local to me, but I do know national numbers that I can get you that they can get you in touch with things local to you. That's sorry about the squeaky chair, guys. Well, it's carrying you. I'm sure it's going to squeak a little bit. This, let me tell you, this chair is older than probably two of your kids. My middle one's 20. Yeah. This chair is probably about that. Nice. The stories you can tell. Oh, <laughs> if you only knew. I don't want to know. I'm getting images and I'm just scared right now. <laughs> but yeah, the, so, and not, you know, I bring that up now because I don't, last time I ended the show with it, and I hate ending on like a, a sour note. Uh, if you didn't listen last week, we had Nick on, uh, did, yeah. Woo, almost broke that one. Had Sin Bodhi on with his chicken. Nice. Sin has, um, Sin has several chickens, and one of them stays in his kitchen and was inter- interrupting the whole night. And he kept apologizing, but it was hysterical. That's awesome. No, I wish I had a chicken interrupt me. That was so fun. Um, we're going to get Nick back. Um, Nick, oh. yeah. Sin back on pretty soon, right? Yes. Yeah, we're going to get a couple of kids from his school. Like He runs a school down there with D'Lo Brown and Jake the Snake and, like, I mean, Karrion Cross came out of there and a few other guys that are signed by WWE now. Nice. So it's not like it's a little rinky-dink school. It's a, a legit top-notch school, you know? Oh, hey, who knows? Maybe we may be able to get, get a situation like we did when we had uh, Fergal DeVitt on years ago. 
If anybody yeah. knows that name. Yeah, Fergo became Finn Balor. Um, not too long after. I mean, he left here. Hmm. He did the show. And then left New England not too long after that. Went over to the New Japan Dojo in California. Then went over to Japan. And then from Japan, he stayed over there for a couple of years and went to WWE. Yeah, I think it was within three, maybe four he was on. You know, but it, it's it's that type of thing where you, you can be going by your real name one day, and next thing you know, you're a different name and a celebrity across right. the world. Right. Uh, there used to be a guy here, Joe, you knew him, D.C. Dillinger. Yeah. And D.C. was guy. a real hard ass. He was a real tough guy. But he used to say that if Vince McMahon called him up and wanted him to be, uh, I forget the name he said, it was something like Corny Shitster, the 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 shitty corn master or something like that. He would be the best shitty corn master he could be. Yeah, as much of a of a evil, not say evil, evil uh, of a his in ring persona was constant when he was around, even if one fan. Well, he had a gold when when he wasn't in that way. There were people that wrestled him that thought it was real, like he was that serious about it. Well, you know, you were there. You remember the incident with my son Billy? Yeah, they were kind of going on, and he was yelling. Billy, Billy was little at the time. What eight, maybe nine, or even younger? And Billy got scared, and 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 somehow throughout the match, where I was after the match, he came up. I was like, hey, pulled him aside. You know, we were kind of part of it, so we were there after we went. Right. pulled him aside and was like, "Hey, just you know, that I, I that wasn't real. That was part of the, the character. I'm not like that. I don't hate you, and things like that." And Billy was like, "Oh, okay," and and that won Billy over to be a big fan. And then at his untimely passing, when they passed on news up to yeah. Billy, he actually shed a tear for him. Yeah, well, I shed a few for Dave. Yeah, um, there was um. There was a lot of people that were close to Dave that um, went on to do great things. And one of the coolest things was that Dave used to always say that he wanted his group on TV together. And and his group was, um, I don't want to name somebody that's somebody now, but it was somebody that's a, a writer for NXT. Um, I'll say Eddie Edwards because Eddie was a big part of this and, um, Maddie Almeida, who was out of wrestling completely. I'm still great friends with, with all three of them, really. And, um, Eddie, if you remember when he won the title on impact, they did a whole, who was Eddie Edwards video clip. And the whole purpose of that clip was to put Dave on TV with all of his friends. That's awesome. I didn't know Dave that. Dave had just passed. That's awesome. I, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, it was really cool that Eddie, uh, you know, Eddie got them to go out of their way to make like this whole big thing. And Ed Shea made sure it showed all four of them, you know? Yeah. That's so. good stuff right there. Because that was that was Dave's goal, and Dave was as good of a promo as anybody that's been on TV in the past thirty years. Oh, he was quick. He was quicker than a grasshopper. You know, he gets you say something to him, to him, he's rattling off three or four paragraphs back at you, and by the time you realize what the first thing he said, you, you don't know that you're lost. No, you're done. I've been at bars with Dave, and he was the same way. I mean, there was may or may not have been fights over, you know. 
his the way his mouth went because he didn't care. Uh, he would fight anybody. He knew he could, and that's what he used to tell the wrestlers. I'm not one of these fake fighters. I don't read comic books. I drink beers and kick ass. Actually, what he drank was whiskey, but that's besides the point. Yeah, he was but a if, good one. If you look up Sabotage, um, New England wrestling, any New England wrestling with Sabotage, in, you'll see Dave and uh, Eddie Edwards, and it was great. You'll see good stuff that'll entertain you. Yeah, it was some, some classic matches back in the day. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, it, it was cool to be a part of a lot of them. Like Dave would always, Dave was one to, if he liked you, he'd, he'd play a joke on you. But he'd make himself the laughing stock. We did the hot dog safari one year. And I was doing ringside security. And I get down, the, Dave was on the ground, the match was over. Dave kind of gives me the heads up to come over to him. He says, carry me. So I carry him out. For those who don't know what the hot dog safari is, it is, um, there was a couple of brothers in Massachusetts that had a ton of money. They, they were radio guys. And they'd put on this thing every year where all the hot dog vendors from around Massachusetts would come around. And for one price, you could eat all the hot dogs you wanted from whatever vendors you wanted. I was actually started by their dad. But yes, this attracted thousands of people. And Dave says, pick me up. And Dave was, I'm bigger than Dave. But Dave wasn't a a small guy. But I pick him up. We get into where the lines were. Sorry, I'll take a drink of water in a second. And um, Dave says, drop me. And him and Eddie Edwards roll through the lines. (laughs) Yeah. I can see that too, and I'm sure he didn't ha- he had his fair share of hot dogs. That's and that's just what Dave did, you know. He wanted to entertain the crowd, and it wasn't only that, but the reason for that was because even though he wasn't on in the ring anymore, him doing that brought more people to the ring. Yeah. So, yeah, they may not have seen his match, but they saw the ones after it. What do we got coming up? I know Raw's coming to Boston in a couple of weeks. It's cool to see them touring again. I'm not sure if I'll get there or not. What was it? Raw. Raw, yeah. Yeah. I may show up. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not looking forward to paying like 300 bucks seats for the cheap seats, you know? That's that's my only thing. Right. I I mean, if they had a house show, I'd jump all over it. Oh, how about this? Reality of wrestling. Did you see this? No. So Booker T's out of Texas. Booker T's reality of wrestling signed something like five TV deals the other day. That's pretty awesome. To the point where they're going to be on in 50 different areas of the U.S. I hope one's up here with us. So You're going to get to see reality of wrestling. Um, almost anywhere. They haven't announced the channels yet. They said that's an, that announcement's coming soon. But that's awesome. I'm so proud of those guys. Like, yeah, those guys work, um, work I'm really hard. I'm not going to pretend to be friends with Booker, but guys like um, Kevin Bernhardt, who busted his ass on that for that company. He's one of the top producers and yes. writers for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He absolutely, uh, he absolutely runs that company when Booker T's not there, and it's just really cool. And I'm super proud of those guys. Oh yeah. 
Um, and our connection to them is back when we were in uh, Houston for uh, was it Houston, Dallas? Yes, Houston. Houston for WrestleMania 25. We had made friends with one of the wrestlers from the show, from that, from the promotion, had him on with us, and they took us in. Yes. Um, and Robbie open arms. You know, we went in, we saw the matches, we saw, you know, the show. We actually worked their fan expo. Yes. Yep. You know, I got to hang out with guys like Kevin Nash, and um, I had Kevin Nash and Kimberly. Lita was at the table next to me. I had the Nasty Boys and Jimmy Hart. That's the best part of it was the after party when knobs knock you on your ass. The knobs beat the shit out of me. Like, shoot, legit. Like, I, I didn't know what to do. Like, yeah, but then he bought you a beer at an open bar. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Not going to shit on Brian Knobs, but the condition he was in, I think I could have taken him if I tried. I didn't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, because you, you weren't aware of, in my first encounter with him, you weren't aware of how his, I'm not, I don't want to say how he is, his shenanigans, because that's right. what it was. But he, he was just not having a good time goofing off. He was throwing elbows and forearms and, like, hitting, hitting. Well, I think at the time, too, I think he thought you were a worker. Yes, more than likely. I mean, I was probably one of the biggest people in the room other yeah. than the, the name wrestlers. So You and uh, oh, God. kills me that I, I, I forget his name. Oh, uh, Yule. Yule, yes. Yes. Wrestling Remedy now. Still doing his thing in Texas. Hey, uh, Bobby D's bringing up something here. I'm going to put it on the, if it can go up on the show. Yeah. I'm checking out our partner, WrestleAndNewsSource.com right now for, for stuff. Because that's the only place I go for news, like, honest to God. If you look at our Twitter today, I tweeted a couple of things from there. And you had a couple of good podcasts on there. You got us and you got their, their official podcast, the Wrestling News Source podcast, and you know, those guys have been doing it forever and they're actual radio guys, so. Yeah. And uh, what Bobby D was talking about, not, I don't mean to cut you off real quick, but uh, he got a couple free hot dogs at the game last night from a guy from South Carolina. Hopefully you plug the podcast while you're there, too. Now, Bobby always does. I know he does. He's a great guy. That's, that's awesome, Bobby. Um, well, then with Wrestle News Source with Ben, he started roughly the same time we did. Give or take. <laughs> that's awesome. But, Bobby, that's what people, you know, and that's not a lot of people wouldn't have done that, especially I, I think in Boston, but a lot of other places that'll happen. And I know you were probably just joking saying, hey, what about us? Yeah. But you see, I've, me and Bobby met at Fenway Park. Nice. Oh, during the, the, I the think the first time I met Bobby was one of, uh, one of Bo and Dante Luna's shows at Fenway. There and I go. said, who's this crazy old guy setting up the ring, working harder than half of the kids that are here? Hey, do you know who I still haven't met yet? Bobby D. Yeah, we got to change that. Yeah. Hopefully on the 25th. If not the 25th, if um, Pat show in October, which I won't say the date yet because I don't know what's out there. Well, if not the but 25th. Bobby's at all the UFO shows because he lives out in that Lynn area. Well, speaking of Lynn area, I'm hearing rumors that Carlos might be closing, so we got to get out there. That's true. I've heard that too, actually. I've heard that Who recently. I mean, I know it's it surfaced before, 
but I'm really hearing it this time. What would you put in there, though? Condos. Where they put everything. That's, where they That's put not everywhere. a good spot for a condo, though. Yeah, it's up on the hill. Oof. You know? Oh. I don't think you'd put another restaurant there. I hope they make it like they did with um, Hilltop. With Hilltop, they made it so they had to keep the sign. Yeah. I hope they make it so they got to keep the building. Because the building's sort of a landmark. Yeah, Bobby D saying condos. That's crazy. That. So we got to get out there before that happens. Bobby won. Bobby won a figure at Pat's last show. He won a Mr. T action figure. Nice. From uh, not from us. That wasn't a giveaway we had done. That was a giveaway one of the vendors was doing. And I know for a fact. I know what Bobby does with his figures. Um, I won't put it out there because it's a good deed. I'll let him brag about it if he wants to. But boy, you would have thought Bobby won a million dollars that night, and it was cool because I don't think he's going to keep the figure for himself anyway. He won one of ours before too. He's he? won ours, yes. Yeah, yeah. I like what he does. He's a good guy, you know. So Bobby D is probably the most selfless person I know. He'll show up, set up a ring. He brings people to help set up the ring. He brings his whole family with him, mm-hmm. and they'll all work during the shows. He sets the rings up. Um, he just said it goes to his grandkids. He, um, he sets up the shows. He coaches special needs baseball. Oh, Did like the Challenger that? League? The Challenger Leagues? Um, I think it's similar to that if it's not actually the Challenger League. And he actually, um, like, he, you know... He takes that very serious. He just had his, he was, they had their banquet in Malden and he was taking his pitches with all the, um, with all the uh, Patriots cheerleaders. Don't think I didn't catch that, Bobby D. Lucky dog. Uh, someone told me he took multiple pitches with him. There we go. Alice, so O'Neill, D, Challenger. Alice O'Neill Challenger League. Yeah, that's an awesome thing. So back in the day, my daughter volunteered for the one that was around us. Yeah, it's just cool that, you know, one guy does so much. Oh, yeah. You know, Bobby, you're a good dude. Don't hurt yourself when you pat yourself on the back there, you know? I would do it for you. I was saying, because that's our job. And it, you know, then to show up at Pat at UFO show and to have him and Tommy Flynn wearing the shirts, that meant so much to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're wearing the shirts out in public. I haven't even got one yet, so that's what you say about that, you know? You're stingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bobby, Bobby was so Bobby bought. Oh, we're dedicating this whole episode to Bobby. No, Bobby no, I got an idea. I got an idea. We'll. Get, I'll talk to you after. He dedicated those shirts to. Um, he bought the shirts like months and months and months ago, and they got taken off as a porch. Apparently, by you know some not so nice person that wasn't a part of his family. Um, in the our vendor at the time didn't do anything for it, so we went out and you know I I was able to buy the shirts and replace them at cost in you know so get them to Bobby and Tommy and see those guys wearing them and that they they were so patient waiting for them. I appreciate that, guys. Yeah, I gotta order. I probably order one right after this. You know what I'm gonna do right after this? Can I go to the bathroom? 
I'm going to watch some football. Are they going to go take a dump? No, I did that earlier. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah, usually, you know, just I'm glad you didn't send me a picture this time. You love when I send the pictures. Yeah. Looks just like you, though. <laughs> if I send the picture, you got to admit the pictures are monumental. I might start tweeting them out. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. Josh deleted an app because I was sending videos. Yeah, I don't want a video. Um, so what's going on? Who we got next week? We get Jerry Thornton. Yes. Then we- after that, I believe we have James Allen from NWW Extreme. Jimmy Allen, right. Crazy Chainsaw, Trooper Gilmore. He's an old NWA guy, so I mean he's been around forever. Good dude, uh, friend. So the week after that, we have anybody? I think we do. I think we're booked pretty far out. I'll have to yeah, take we, a look. We had to bump somebody, right? Yeah, we so we had Green Ant scheduled for next week because of Jerry Thornton and the way his schedule works. Um, we're rescheduling with Green Ant, and we'll have him. Green Ant's someone that's easily accessible. Yeah, he's a good friend. Um, Just don't want him at your picnic. No, he's good at the picnic. You don't want defense at the picnic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's tell you, chicken wings. We haven't had defense on yet. We got to change that. Yeah. They're both good guys, both great wrestlers, and they're doing their thing with um. I know Green Ant said um, ISW, which is interspecies wrestling. Uh, <laughs> he's got coming up, and they've both been doing the um, leapfrog wrestling, Camp Leapfrog. Okay. Which you can watch on independent wrestling TV, TV, which is really fun. It's sort of what the other fun Philly company was before it wasn't. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Once one once one goes down, another one comes up. And it's a lot of the same people that are involved, just not the same higher-ups, you know? So Yeah. It's really fun. It's entertaining. Um, Little-known fact, Anthony Green was actually one of the people who helped found it and like came up with the name and stuff and was supposed to get involved, and then he got signed. Well, maybe he'll get back into it. You never know. I mean, he's been he's been showing up at Independence all over the place, so... That's good for him. I, li- yeah. I like to see him busy. Yes. Yes. It's uh, it's cool to see him able to make a, a living out of it. Absolutely. But, guys, I think that's all they got for this week. Yeah. That, I don't that's know about it. you, Joe. Bobby uh, D. No, I, nothing, but, uh, nothing for me right now. I guess I'm going to talk to you about it afterwards. What do you got? I'll talk to you after. I don't want to put it out there right now. Okay. Bobby, Laurie, everyone that's been uh, been sort of talking with us. Joe, thank you guys. Um, Deshaun Blackout Webster, thank you. I know that's been a couple weeks in a row for you. Let's please keep coming back. Tell us what you like about the show. Tell us what you don't like. What you think we need to work on, and we will. And if you, like I guess, like I keep saying over and over again, uh, if there's somebody you would like to trust to try to get on, I have no problem sending an email or message or tweeting out to somebody that I'm um, to try to get on because we want to get on who you want us to get on. And if you want to check out a, a good, um, if you're looking to donate money to a charity, I know we push a lot of the autism charities, but check out the Alice O'Neill challenger league, help Bobby D out a little. Yeah, that'd be good. That, all, and all that does is that gives, that gives the kids equipments, t-shirts, 
bats and so that they can, you know, kids with, with disabilities and, and who are challenged in life can get out there on the, on the diamond and play some ball. That's it. You guys have a great night. All right. See you next Thursday or Tuesday, maybe. <laughs>